0: You're listening to a new episode of Girl Down Podcast with your host, me, Aon. So sit back, relax, and listen as I unpack the uncertainty of my 30s one episode at a time. Hey y'all! Welcome to another episode of Girl Down Podcast. It's me, Aeon. Yes, I know I'm supposed to be on a summer hiatus, but I felt it on my spirit to record the show. It is currently four in the morning, so I I got off work early the day before. I had a headache and I went to sleep and I woke up. And it was midnight and I have not been to sleep ever since. So I am here. So this is a gift to you all. But I want to thank all of you all who support me. Also, shout out to any new listeners who may have come here because you've been watching my promotions on Chasing Atlanta and the Chasing Reality channel. So I just want to welcome you to the spot. I'm still on hiatus, but... Maybe from time to time, I might give you an episode here and there if something moves my spirit or if it's something that I really want to speak about. Now that the dust has settled with Macy Gray and the transphobic comments that she made on the Paris Morgan show and her kind of apologizing for those comments and then doubling down again when she did the live of flame monroe uh candace owens of the trans community i just i just want to have a conversation just without any of the heat on my side to just kind of like unpack unpack this myth and conception that i see a lot of cis women trying to propagate that trans women um, have this power and we're forcing our view and our perspective on on women and we're taking stuff away from women and women can't have anything. And I, I just want to, I just really want to have a conversation and you know the format of my podcast. I'm not going to be on here too long, but <laughs> I just, I just want to say that that's not true. But bef- be- before I really unpack during the the midst of the whole Macy Gray uh, firestorm, and I was just sharing stuff on my on my personal social media platforms, I came across this Black cis woman, Tracy Q Gilbert, Doctor, excuse me, Tracy Q Q Gilbert, who posted something on her Twitter page that really resonate resonated with me, and that really spoke to just the difficulty, um, of the current time we we're in, um, especially when we look at the relationships between trans women, um, and cis women, and just kind of what needs to happen moving forward as we are in proximity to each other. Um, we, a lot of times we share harm with each other. Well, we share experiences with each other. So my ultimate goal is to not necessarily create some bridges but kind of give a different perspective so um dr gilbert states on her twitter page just like white people need to grieve an evolution of humanity that is no longer centered around their supremacy cis women are going to need to grieve an evolution slash elevation of womanhood that does not center them as powerful as they are There is so much more we can offer the world besides our uterine, dear trim. And I think that this statement was so spot on and I'm glad that um, a black cis woman just has that type of clarity to not kind of be um, distracted and clearly the sister is a um, critical thinker um, to really capture the zeitgeist of what is going on right now and just the difficulty that a lot of cis women, particularly the cis women that I see reacting to um, these type of stories in this comment, or the Claudia as a woman Jordan had Zoom call, the various Zoom call shows on Fox So, just the difficulty that they are, in my opinion, mischaracterizing as Trans women, in particular, or the trans community, is taking power from them or taking their things. Um, and that they should really be recontextualizing it, this as them decentering themselves from womanhood. That's why, uh, and it's hard and it's going to be an uncomfortable process. Um, it might be confusing for them at first, but that's exactly what is going on. That is exactly why these things keep on happening, why this reaction keeps on happening. And it's really unfortunate that... It's really unfortunate that the powers that be are mischaracterizing the visibility of trans folks, um controlling our narratives, telling our story, um, defining ourselves and just having autonomy over ourselves. It's really shocking that, um, that's being mischaracterized as us forcing women out of their space, um, out of their space or taking things, taking things from women because, factually and statistically that's incorrect I just had a conversation with one of my good girlfriends who's a um, cis queer woman and she just kind of wanted to hear my insight um, and she kind of was like well if you're a proud trans woman why do you why is it a problem if you're just called a trans woman and just not a woman um, and it's just like no it's important that um, I'm recognized under the spectrum of what it means to be a woman and that we enlarge that to include all types of women. And because it's being mischaracterized that trans women have this type of power that just, we just, protect as a trans community, we don't. We have more visibility, um, we might have more access, but tra- trans the trans community does not have institutional or systemic power to really force cis women to do anything. And also, I think we need to... I think there's a conflation between um, changing cultural norms um, and power. I think because feel, because cis folks feel like culturally they have to engage with trans folks in a different way, um, it feels like trans folks um, have this power to force cis folks to, to respect trans people trans in that way. And I don't necessarily think that's the truth. I think again this goes back to trans folks are living more visible. There's you know, there's growing and involving media representations of trans folks. Um, trans folks feel more comfortable to share their identity and to take up more space. And because of that visibility it has shifted cultural norms. But again, it hasn't shifted power because um We, we just don't have, trans folks are just, we don't have access to institutions to really create changes how we need to change to alter our life outcomes. Um, and for instance, I was telling my friend, like, yeah, you know, pronouns might be a thing or you might have an awareness of trans people, but even with me going to the doctor, and getting a system to recognize my unique body, we're not there yet. And I don't know if we'll ever be in my lifetime. And even all of these platforms like Claudia Jordan shows or or any of like the transphobic platforms, the fact that you all get to sit on a paid platform, on a paid network, and get a paycheck for basically... um. Invisibilizing or trying to demean my existence, but trans folks don't have the access to those same opportunities and platforms to kind of rebut that. And re- you know, that that speaks to the lack of power that the trans community is able to wield because we're not in those institutions um, openly and proudly and, pr- and protected. Um. Yes. You know, some of us might have podcasts or like one-off things, but we don't have the platforms and we don't have the reach to truly counteract the narratives. That's why you're able to remain uneducated in your viewpoints and just spew out hate because the trans community um lacks lacks power. And you know, while and I think this is something that we we've, we've always said that visibility is not saving us particularly as we as we've seen the visibility of particularly black trans women rise in media we've also seen a rise um in the murders of black trans women and that's simply because um the structure we don't have the the social supports to really support our lives on the regular everyday level um which kind of speaks to how we don't have power to force cis folks to do anything but I challenge cis women who are really struggling with, and I get it. I get it, and again, we have to relate this back to racism and whiteness because you know it's easier to see something when you're able to when you're it's easy to see something when you when your own prejudices are not in question, but I really want cis women in particular, in particular cis black women, to really um, struggle with with why it is so hard for them to accept black trans women as women. Um, and until you do that, um, even if you try try to say the right things and do the right things to to be on the right side of the social norms, if your heart is not right in a, in creating space um, to welcome any type of woman that shows up, even if that woman happens to be um, assigned male at birth or that woman has a penis, ultimately your true politic of you not seeing trans women, women like myself as women is going to show up and it's going to create harm. It's going to show up when you have to vote you might have to vote for issues that affect trans women. Um, you might have to. You might have a position of power if you're working somewhere and you happen to employ a trans woman. Your your inability to see this, and I'm only speaking about trans women. Your inability to see trans women as trans, as women, not just trans women, but in the greater scheme of women. Um. It. At some point, it will harm an actual trans woman who's in proximity to you. You might have a child that might transition and be a trans woman, and also it can har- it, it can harm trans men too. You not um seeing them, you not creating, or maybe not you, but society's inability to um op- expand their idea of what it means to be a man is is invisibilizing trans men um trans masculine folks who decide to carry children um is invisibilizing their experiences and um you're you're missing a nuance from this um reproductive um justice conversation that is necessary if if we're moving forward to make sure that abortion access is not solely, um, recognized as a woman's issue, but again, it's the issue that affects anybody, um, that could, that can carry a child no matter what gender they identify. Um, so it is, it's it's just the inability, inability to really grapple with and struggle with, um, cause the goal, the goal is not erasure. Um, simply by expanding the, w- expanding w- the idea of what it means to be a woman does not erase cis women. Like cis women, the whole, the, the logic of expanding is that cis women will still get to be there. They, they might not necessarily get to be the center, which I think is what a lot of cis women want because being the sister, being the center is comfortable, um, being the, the center, you get to exclude, you get to, there's a lot of privilege that comes with being the, the center and, you know, being the, the standard, but um, y- y- it's going to feel uncomfortable. Unfortunately, we will probably be here again, because in real time, we are seeing what it means for people to work through their own issues and to work through their own prejudices, I am willing to extend grace to black cis women to a point. Um, But at some point, I have to protect myself as a trans woman. And I have the right to protect myself because there are black cis women that get it. There are black, black cis women that are progressive and inclusive of their um conception of womanhood and they know that by acknowledging my womanhood and my experiences and the ways that they are similar even while acknowledging the differences that it makes us stronger um as a community um and also it's a distraction and none of these conversations about what's a woman or what's man didn't know by just a few weeks ago a supreme court m- made up of mostly men cis men and white cis women took away the right the constitutional right to abortion and nobody brought that and a trans person black white male female or non-binary will never or will never have that institutional power to affect a right like that that is impactful to so many people so it's the ultimate um distraction and i really want cis women and some, and my friend also brought up that, oh, uh, we don't have this conversation with men. And I was like, we don't. Um, we don't. And you know why? Because they're purposely creating these seeds of decision, um, dissension to distract us to, to the fact that they are the ones creating all of this harm and chaos that affects all women. You see Macy Gray did this on a man show. She made these comments on a man show knowing that she would be unprotected. Um knowing the backlash that she was receiving you no know, where was just a protection and support after Macy Gray was dragged. Um, this black um woman. Yeah, but I just I know I do have a lot of black cis women listeners. And like I said, I'll give grace to a point. Now I'm not about to let you. I'm just not about to debate with you whether you want to call me. Like I just, what's the point of doing that? What's the point? What is? What's the? What's really the point of doing that? Um, and that's why I'm not the type of trans woman that I'm not like the flame and roll that's just going to bow my head to cis woman, because I don't think that's necessary. I think. I think black trans women, we do that as a disservice to our ancestors, our black trans women ancestors that existed right alongside black cis women, um, that contributed to society whose legacies and histories were purposely erased and not told, um, in our history. Um, there's, there's so many black trans femme folk or black trans masculine folks that we don't know about because there's their histories were purposely omitted and purposely not told but i don't need to give homage to um a black cis woman any more than i would like on a regular when i know i had my black trans ancestors living right alongside them i think about all the documented reports of um folks that transition after they were able to be freed from slavery. I think about Francis Thompson. I feel about, I I think about Mary Johnson. I think about all of these black trans women, um, little acts and and black trans men and black trans non-binary folk or black trans folks who didn't have um, language available to them to identify their identities. I think about all of these people that existed and, and also the black trans folks that is existed in stealth because that was the only choice that they had and they were able to do so much and contribute so much. So I can't give any more homage to a black cis, a cis woman than I would give to my own black trans ancestors because even if I don't have the concrete pr- proof that I know that they existed and that they live I'm spiritually connected to them I'm spiritually linked to them and there's enough space in my in my womanhood, in my sphere of womanhood where I see cisness and transness on the same level. I know the world does not see it like that. I know the world does not have it set up like that the world has it set up that my transness is a cheap Um, imitation of cisness but me unlearning the transphobia and the race of the the racism and the fat phobia i know that my transness and cisness just happen to exist on the the same plane um nothing none cisness is not higher than transness and so therefore um, if we're going to be in sisterhood, we're going to be in sisterhood together as women. You have to see my 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 transness as equal to yours. Your cisness in the grand scheme of womanhood doesn't mean it's the same. And I don't necessarily want it to be the same. I'm not running around saying that. I was born male at birth or I'm fe- I'm not running around saying I'm a female. I've never said that. Now, I'm I, I'm legally female because I need to, again, to access certain things in these um, systems and institutions that are not set up for me. Um, so, yes, I am legally female, but I know that medically I'm assigned male at birth, but I identify as a woman and and i'm still able to connect to other women cis or trans i'm able to build sisterhood um with those who are ready to build it with me and there's enough space for all of us i don't live in this white supremacy scarcity mindset where i have to exclude you so i can get everything no i just i just don't believe like that and that's just why i leave this episode it's going to be difficult is going to be uncomfortable, but I encourage cis women in particular to challenge themselves with seeing themselves as center and for them to not erase, but expand, um, what, expand just what it means to be a woman um, because really, ultimately, it will mean safety for us all. It will mean safety for all women and all thems if we have this radical politic that um, is inclusive of for women um, who live and navigate and move through life as women. It'll be more safer um, if we're just looking at it on sex, if we include um, an abortion justice framework that includes all birthing people, including trans masculine folks, assigned female at birth po- folks that have the ability to give life. It's, it's about, it should be a, a, a utilitarian um, thing and we have to get back to that. But that's all that I have to say on this topic. I don't have to drag Macy Gray. Life has dragged her and um, Claudia, as I Jordan um, w- as a woman jordan all of them type of girls honey i just pray for y'all because as black trans women get visible and we ascend higher y'all are really going to be mad but that's not my problem i'm here to build um sisterhood with women no matter how how you identify that are ready to build sisterhood with me um, keep me in your prayers. I moved to my new location next week. So just keep me in your prayers and thank you all so much. I will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Girl Down Podcast with me, Aeon. If you like the show, Please be sure to go on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Also, make sure that you're engaging with me on social media. Also, if you have any inquiries or you want to send me any questions, be sure to email me at girldownpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Until next time, bye y'all. <laughs>